Well, welcome everyone to Love vs. Hate. My name is Anne, and I am your old-fashioned nerd. And I'm Emily, your mainstream millennial. And on this podcast, Emily and I like to debate, and we like to argue about things that we love and hate. And I can tell you on this episode, I'm probably not going to change my mind. Yeah, and I'm not expecting you to, but we're going to talk about it anyway. We're talking about space. The final frontier. Sorry, what? I fell asleep. Oh my gosh, Emily. Okay, we're going to get into the episode, people. But before we do, I must say, did you know, and I know that Emily knows because I've told her about this, unless she's forgotten, which is a high possibility. Wow. Thanks for your support, Anne. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Have a little faith. Okay. What are you talking about? (laughs) We're going to be talking about Comet Neowise. Yep. Not Neopet, Neowise. Neowise. Uh, if, for all the listeners, which is probably most of you, and that's okay. I, it's really okay. Um, if you didn't know that there is a comet that's actually passing over the Earth right now, and uh, you can see it with the naked eye. And it's actually really cool. I got to see it um, a couple weekends ago. I went out with my dad and my brother, and it was really, really cool. Like, you, it, it, it's, you know, it's basically like a, it's like a small fuzzball in the sky but it has a tail and you can see like the fuzz of the tail and it just looks really cool and if you you can see it with the naked eye but it it is small and it can be kind of hard to see but if you use binoculars even just like basic binoculars like you can see it even better and it looked just really really cool like you're never this comet it came i think the last time that a comet could be seen by the naked eye from earth it was like 1987 i believe I might be wrong on that exact year, but either way, it's been a long time. And so I think it's just really cool. And you're not going to, Comet Neowise passes by the Earth like every 6,000 years or something like that. So you got to go see it while you can. Literally nobody, <laughs> you're not going to have a chance to see it in another 6,000 years. So you either see it now or you lose your chance forever. Or you can just Google it and then you don't have to waste all the time and then you can see it even better. I am rolling my eyes. She is judging me hardcore, but I am judging you hardcore for spending all the time to look at like a thing that just looks like another star with a little tail on it. It doesn't look like a star. It looks like a fuzzball. <laughs> I know Even that doesn't worse. sell it. I know. <laughs> but it is really cool. I think it's really cool. Actually, when we were stargazing the night that I saw it, we had this like couple drive because we were out on the country road, like up on a hill and this couple drove by and they're like, oh, are you guys okay? Like they stopped. It was really sweet of them. And, uh, you know, it's pitch black because we went out. You have to go out at night to see it. You can't see it during the day. Obvi. Well, maybe not obvi to everybody. Did you know that, Emily? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Wow. I'm trying to make it funny. Wow. I'm turning into Emily. I'm being sassy. I'm sorry. Yeah, she's so mean now, you guys. I know. I'm you're I've ru- turned you're into mean. the dark side. I know. You're rubbing off on me. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, they stopped and they were like, oh, are you guys okay? And we're like, oh, yeah, we're stargazing. And then, you know, they asked what we were looking at and we showed them. And they even they, they were like, wow, I had no idea this was happening. This is so cool. And they even loved it. So I'm just saying. Random strangers <laughs> that you meet on the road. How road. dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's what I wanted to talk about. I think it's cool. And I, re- I encourage our listeners, whether you're a space fan or not, take the opportunity and go look for Neo. So I'm actually going to, real quick, I am going to describe how you can find him in the night sky. So he's in it's the... It's a he? Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying. I guess, I, I guess I'm calling it a he. You shouldn't give it a gender if it doesn't have one. Maybe it's gender neutral, Anne. Okay, I'll call it it. You can see it if you look uh, in the northwestern sky. The best way, though, is if you... Do you know what what the Big Dipper looks like? 
Yes. And okay. <laughs> hey, I'm just keeping it plain. I'm, I'm not. It's the way you said it. Do Do you know what the Big Dipper looks like? <laughs> so there's or uh, otherwise known as Ursa Major. If you can find the Big Dipper, you have to look a ways below him, but you kind of follow like the two stars that like form the edge of the pot. You know, there's the handle and then the opposite end of the handle that form like the edge of it. If you kind of follow it in a straight line down, you have to go down a little ways, but he's like below the big dipper or I'm sorry. It is below the big dipper. So that's where you would, you would find it. Um, And I do recommend going later at night when it's dark, it needs to be dark enough. So I'd say at least 10 um, and on a cloudless night. Obviously, if there's clouds in the sky and you go out, you're not going to see any stars. So, And there can't be any trees or anything blocking your view. See how, like, demanding this comment is of you? It demands your time late at night. It demands for the weather to be perfect. It demands the time of day that you go. It demands that there can't be anything else in the sky blocking your vision. It just, like, it's so demanding. It demands that you need to do it now because if you wait a year... Nope. Sorry, you missed it. I mean, you're How really personifying it, it but be so demanding. <laughs> it, it. I mean, uh, you know yeah. what? You know what I'm gonna do? Not look at comment. I'm gonna wise. Google it, and I'm gonna find it right away at any time of the day, any type of weather, just anything, and it'll be a much better picture. I don't have to look around like, where's the big dipper? Yeah, but then you don't. Then you don't un- you don't get this experience of seeing it with your naked eye. Like that's the whole point. Like a lot of comets go by, but they if you don't see it, like that's what makes Comet Neowise special, is that you can see it with the naked eye. Mm. I'm just saying. I think I'm, it's really I'm cool. I'm just saying. I think it's not so special. To all our listeners, if you want to check it out, <laughs> now is the time because it's uh, it's going to be around for our, uh, as of when we're releasing this. I think another week or two. Uh, so not very long. So. Definitely check it out. So, okay, enough about Neowise. Now on to more boring space things. Emily, why do you hate space? It's just so boring. It's literally the final frontier. Like, I know I'm quoting Star Trek, but it literally is. Like, I mean, there's certain parts of the Earth that haven't been explored, like, really deep in our ocean. So, okay, yeah, I grant you that. Okay. But... There is so much vastness of space that we literally have no idea about. Like, there's just so much of it, and there's so much to explore. But, like, there's so much to explore here on Earth that I haven't explored, and I would much rather, like, look at pictures of places that I've never been because it just looks cool. Space, no offense, space, but you look kind of boring and everywhere looks the same. That is literally so photos (laughs) that I've seen. And yeah, like I just don't want to be in a place that's like inhabited, uninhabited or is really hot or is really dry or is boring like space or doesn't have any like oxygen or you can't eat like good food. You know, okay. all of the above just like it doesn't sound like a place I would want to well, be. Well, I'm not saying you have to be in space to love it and to enjoy it and to learn about it. Yeah, and it's also just, it just bores me to tears. Actually, it bores me to sleep. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Or all of the above. It's just boring in general. Like, there's really no characteristics that I like about it. Yeah, but you're thinking of it, like, on such a Emily basis. Like, do I want to be in space? No. 
Okay, so then I hate space. That's like your that's your argument right now. No, I literally anything with space, like shows or movies, I have no interest in. Why? Because it's just boring. No, they're just in a spaceship liter- forever, and it's like we gotta. Blah, 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 blah. Oh no, we're not gonna land right. They're in the thing the whole time. It's just like so boring. Ah, oh, that is so untrue. It's literally and like then, then if you they get are out, traveling and exploring new worlds. Literally, it's like one of the most not imaginative. You're in a not always for a majority always. of the time. Not always. And then if you broaden your space, and then if you get out of shows. the spaceship, then you're like slowly moving in the air, and it's still slow and boring. Yeah, <sighs> I just, I just don't understand the hype. You need to broaden your horizons. You clearly have not seen nearly enough of space shows and movies and TV. That's TVs. because every time I watch them, I fall asleep because I'm so bored. Mm. Everything's the same color. Everything is the same slow speed. It's just, I don't know why it's exciting. I just don't. I don't get it. It's just boring. It's exciting because it's new. Because But it's, it's not. Every single space thing is the same. It's really not. It's not. You need to watch shows like Firefly or The I Expanse. I have seen that. I've seen and- the, whole, the whole first season of it. There's only one season because I will never forgive Fox for canceling it. Fox, I hate you. <laughs> there is only one season. And it's not even a full season. It's only 14 episodes in a movie. I hate Fox. She is. I will hate them for forever. She's just a little bit bitter. Just a little bit. I'm not the only one. There's a lot of other uh, Firefly fans. I was forced fans. to watch that show for <sighs> school. Never it's not something you would force anyone to do. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite shows. No. I don't know. I just I just don't find it appealing. It's just probably one of the most boring things to me. Hmm. So you must not like then that some of your tax money goes to funding space exploration, huh? Um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm kind of indifferent. I'm just like, oh, okay. whatever. But yeah, it's kind of... I don't know. It's just... And then the the SpaceX launch or whatever that thing was. That was so exciting. That was so underwhelming. It was like (laughs) five, four, three, two, one. And then it sat there for another five seconds. And then it like... Like to uh, to me watching it, not in real life, obviously, but on a screen, it was like... (laughs) Moving at such a slow pace. I thought it was going to be like... Well, like through it's the sky. Oh, thousands and thousands of pound rocket. Okay? Yeah, well, I thought it was going to be a little combustion. bit more exciting, but I, what was I to expect? Space is boring. I should have assumed uh, that it would be boring. I was wrong. Sorry. I gave it the benefit of the doubt, and then it just. No, you went into it with a closed me. mind from the beginning. <laughs> uh, but. And I, it also, it's so picky. It's like, oh, it's raining. I can't go. Sorry. Well, yeah, because it's human lives. They're being safe. Whatever. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we literally will fight about this until the end of time. That's why I was kind of excited to do this episode, not going to lie. And there's there's so much that we can talk about. I mean, we could just focus on, you know, the fantasy realm. But also, there is, like, a real history behind it. I mean, like, space exploration. Like, do you know what Sputnik was? And probably learned about it at some point, but probably wasn't important enough for me to retain. <sighs> Sputnik was the first satellite. That was ever launched into space and that like successfully 
orbited Earth. Which now, there's literally... It's funny. I You know in... Have you seen WALL-E? Nope. Uh, Why would I watch that, Anne? Because <sighs> I thought you might be cultured. Oh, wow. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you, I am turning into you. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, for the listeners who have seen WALL-E, who know what I'm talking about, there's that moment where the they break Earth's orbit, and there's like a, a the ship like hits all of this junk and this junk all goes flying and it's old satellites. Like that's what a lot of people think uh, earth is going to look like soon because we are literally just littering it with satellites, like orbiting the earth. Like there's so many satellites that just, because like your cell phone, like there's so much technology that requires satellite like data Mm -hmm. so that technology can function. GPSs, like tracking, like all of that stuff requires satellite tracking and technology and so there's just hundreds of them thousands of them that are orbiting the earth at all times did you know about that did you know that that's how your cell phone works yay there's also cell phone towers and other things but like i don't <laughs> well, know exactly thing, i don't have works, a car but... that needs satellites so <laughs> except yeah, for the Sirius radio XM. yeah i don't Sirius have XM. that yeah, I well. don't have that. You think my 2005 <laughs> car has that? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> Your car has it, though. Mine does, yeah. Um, but anyway, it, it's just very interesting. And it really did change. I, I mean, space exploration has changed so much. And it has influenced. I mean, it influenced a whole, like, a large part of the Cold War. Like, in our battle. Well, I don't want to say battle. But, you know, there was, like, there was a space race. It, did you, Do you know about the space race? Nope. In the sixties, oh my gosh, Emily, there's so much I need to teach you. No, you and you're never going to remember it all. You don't. You really don't need to teach me it. But it's so fascinating, and it's your. It it's is. a part of American history. I don't think it matters to me. <sighs> but I will tell you two things that I like that have space. Okay. In it. Okay. So the first one is Interplanet Janet, the song from Schoolhouse Rock. That's how I learned the um the planets. Can I you was, name the planets? I was Saturn. Mars is red and Jupiter's big and Saturn shows off its rings. Uranus is built on a bunny tilt. Oops, sorry. Mike. I, I hit my mic. And Neptune is its twin. And Pluto, little Pluto. It's, it's not a planet anymore, as we all know, but yep. it mm-hmm. was a planet. Oh, I'm impressed. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wow, she's impressed, you guys. <laughs> she's impressed. Okay, so you that missed was the, the first. One. You missed the first two. Mercury mm-hmm. and Earth. You missed the second one. You can do it. Let her think, everybody. I don't know. My blank. I, I don't. What is that? Is that a sentence? My blank educated mother just served us. I don't know what you're saying. You've never heard that acronym? No. Okay, well, I'll tell you if you want to know. It's Venus. You forgot oh, Venus. Oh, Venus. My very educated ah, mother just served us, served us nine pies. You've never heard nope, that? Nope, never acronym. heard it. Okay, well, that's that's how people know names of the planets. Um, Anyway. Um, okay, the second thing yeah. is it's a Disney Channel. It, it's a DCOM, Disney Channel original movie. It's mm-hmm. called Xenon, the space girl or something like that. There's like, I think there's three movies. And Raven, Simone is in it from That's a Raven. Mm-hmm. So good. It was good because it wasn't even about space, really. It was just about, like, yeah. the girls living there. I was there. getting that impression. 
Yeah. I think I think this is what we need to do because uh, there's so much about space. Like I would love to go into the history with you. And also there is a lot planned too. like, OK, real fast. I do want to talk a little bit about SpaceX. So SpaceX is um, a private owned space company, which is rare because it takes a ton of money to in order to like build rockets and technology and all that kind of stuff. And so that's why for a long time, like NASA was the largest like space organization. Um, But obviously there's other places like in Japan and other like organizations that are big as well. But there is no other privately owned company that is as big as SpaceX. And basically Elon Musk, who owns Tesla and, and SpaceX, he his plan is to die on Mars. Like he wants to colonize Mars and he has serious plans that he's moving forward to do that. Like he, he, he wants to, like he has said, I will die on Mars. Like that is his end goal. And so the fact that they launched their uh, rocket successfully from the Kennedy Space Station in Florida, which by the way, another reason why it was big is because that was the first time that a launch, that Americans had launched from that space station in a long time. Like Americans have been launched into space and gone to like the International Space Station, but it was always in like Japan or other parts of the world. So it'd been a long time since we had launched from Kennedy Space Station, which is really, really cool, actually. I know that you don't think that's cool, but, <laughs> but anyway, um, so that's the big plans that Elon Musk and SpaceX have, which I think are kind of exciting. There's also like a lot of, um, rovers that have explored Mars and, oh man. So what do they do once they get up there? The rovers? Anybody who goes up into space. Mostly it's people who are going to the space station. So there's a lot of research that they do up there because when you're in zero gravity, there's a lot of different experiments you can run that you just can't, you physically can't do on Earth the same way because you just aren't in. You can create zero gravity environments, but it's not the same. Why are they doing And that? also, not only can you, what, what do you mean? Why do they have to run experiments up there? Because there's a lot of different vi- like variables that happen up there. Like you don't have Earth's atmosphere, Earth's gravity. Like there's a lot of things that you can test in space that you just can't test on Earth. And if you want to colonize Mars, which is what SpaceX wants to do, you have to be able to run tests in that kind of environment. Um, Why and do also, they want to colonize Mars? Uh, I don't know if you know, Emily, but Earth's not doing so hot. <laughs> So they want to move the whole population to no, Mars? No, uh, that's, that's not very feasible. I mean, the Earth literally is going to last for another billion years. It's fine. But <laughs> so first it's not doing so well, and now it's going to last like a billion years and it's fine. Well, Which it's hard to say. It, honestly, <laughs> honestly, it depends a lot on, I think, what humans do. I think that... So shouldn't we spe- be spending more of our time trying to fix the Earth and save it? Then spend millions bomb millions of dollars trying to go to space and do experiments to maybe one day colonize Mars or whatever. Well, I mean, they do a lot of other experiments than just planning to colonize Mars. They do a ton of stuff up there. Yeah, but why? That's it's just a called, bunch of money going down the drain. <laughs> it's, call, it's called new knowledge. It's called but exploration. Why? It's called discovery. But why? It's literally... <laughs> human dna from the very beginning humans have explored and discovered new 
realms, new technologies, new, like everything. Like, like that is literally, if you describe human beings, you cannot describe them without the word discovery and exploration. That's in our DNA. It's in our core of being a human. And so that naturally eventually leads to places where we've never been, like space. Well, we've been there now, so we don't have to keep going back. But we haven't been everywhere in space. There's so much of space we haven't explored. Literally, we've gone to the moon. That is a big waste of money to me. It's just, why am I paying for that? I don't want to do that. Why do I have to pay for it? Well, you also probably don't want to be picking up garbage and putting it in landfills, but you pay for that. It's just, that's just the way that our society functions. You pay for things you don't want to do. <laughs> yes, but this is such, this is such a big thing that costs so much money that is not necessary. That's why you should be happy that things like SpaceX exist because it's completely privately owned. Ugh. <laughs> I just don't understand why we have to do this. Well, okay. It's so unnecessary. Listen, listen, listen. I want our listeners who I, I don't I hope you guys have been enjoying this back and forth because normally Emily and I do debate a lot about things we love and hate. But I feel like this one is a strong subject for us. Do you guys want us to debate more? Because trust me, I will. Uh, please and I know- say no because I'm so <laughs> bored already. But you were defending yourself well. I still feel like you. Every time I say, but why? It's just like you don't have a good explanation. It's just like, because we want to explore. Ooh. No, that's not a good answer. Why isn't it a good answer? Because that's not a good enough reason to spend all this money. How do you know that the cure for cancer isn't in space? Because it's not. There's nothing up there. But you don't know until you explore. I'm not saying that it is. I'm just saying. How would the astronauts know? They're not doctors or people who know anything about that. They're certainly like that's one of the like one of the reasons SpaceX like why they are pushing for. I mean, they have been putting civilians into space for a long time now. It wasn't like that originally, but they've been doing that for a long time. And so there are a lot of different scientists and people who have been in space who are doing a whole bunch of various medical i don't even know all of the tests that they're doing but i guarantee you there have been doctors in space um yeah i still think it's just stupid and boring (laughs) anyway listeners let us know did you enjoy listening to us talk about space did you not should we never talk about it again or if we do should it only be like there's so much that i could talk about and there's more that i want to talk about but i know that emily doesn't there is so much to discover that Anne doesn't know about. We don't really know much about space, but there's a lot to discover, apparently. I mean, we know. Yeah, I think they say that's a fair statement. There's some that we know for sure, but there's more to discover. Yes. Yeah, it'll just take like 17 trillion more dollars to figure it out, but it's fine. So happy days. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so let us know. Should we keep talking about it? Should we not? But... Emily, do you do you have a life lesson from mm-hmm. what we've talked about and what we've discussed? I don't think I do. <laughs> life lesson. Mm. Ooh, life lesson. If you don't like space and like people are trying to make you watch a space movie, then I would recommend the Xenon Disney movies. Oh, and another thing, (laughs) if you do want to watch a space movie, then just like get a bunch of energy drinks so you can try to stay awake. I recommend the the green monsters, zero sugar. Yum. I rolled my eyes for everyone who couldn't see, which is all of you listening. (laughs) 
But what about you, Anne? What's your life lesson? My life lesson is that it is, I think, very important for humans to always be discovering, whether it's something big like discovering space or something small like discovering something new about yourself or something new that you love. Like that, I, I really genuinely believe that the heart of discovery and the need to explore is in every human's DNA. And so I just want to encourage you all to do that. Whether, like I said, it can be on a very small scale. Maybe you decide to explore a new restaurant or discover a new park in your hometown, or it can be on a very small level. Or maybe you want to discover a new hobby and try picking up photography or I don't know there's there's a whole level of things that you could want to do and try and I just would say for my life lesson that I would encourage you all to do that because discovery is important maybe next week we're gonna discover if I like dungeons and dragons (gasps) foreshadowing yeah sneak peek our next episode is about dungeons and dragons y'all are gonna love it Y'all are going to love it. Yeah. So make sure that you're following us on our social media. We have Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We also have a YouTube channel with bonus content. You can listen to our episodes there. But yeah, we are definitely going to be posting about space, asking you some polls, like if you love it or you, you hate it, if you love us talking about it, and you can get some sneak peek stuff for next week's episode there too. Yes, definitely check us out. And if you want to give us feedback, we definitely appreciate it. You can email us at lovevshatepodcast at gmail.com. We do genuinely love hearing from you guys. And I just want to reiterate what I talked about in the beginning. If you have the chance and you want to, I encourage you to check out Comet Neowise. Go look at it. It's the only time you're going to get to. So definitely check it out if you want to. <laughs>